Here we are now. And today, I'd like to talk about projection and impression. And understanding this dynamic is really the key to psychology. That's quite a claim. That's quite a thing to realize because psychology does dictate so much of life. It dictates our relationships. It dictates how we feel about ourselves. It dictates how we feel about the life that we're living, the situation that we're in, the way that we're going, the things that we're doing. And in some ways, it's a metaphor that has been done too much in the world of psychology. I'm sure you've heard it again and again, but I'd really like us to make it perfectly clear. I'd like us to really make this simple so that we can see how it works, the significance of it, and what we can do to actually work with this. So what is projection and impression? And why is it significant? How are these two things related? And here's how it works. Basically, the old metaphor of projection is that you imagine you go to the cinema, you go to the movies, and in the old time movies, the screen would come to life through the projection of the film. And we all know how that works. That would basically be a light shining onto a flat screen and the film or the images would roll in front of the light and the moving of the images at speed would mean that we see the movie, right? We see the action. We see the story. And so this idea of the video or the movie or the film projecting onto the wall is exactly how we conceptualize metaphorically our own personal psychology, right? Projection is when we have a story or a character and we're projecting it onto something else. Now, we can project it onto other people. We can project it on things. We can project it onto events. And the list goes on. Now, of course, when we're sticking with this metaphor, you can realize that, well, what exactly we are projecting depends on, well, what the movie is. Is it a romance movie? Is it an action thriller? Is it a horror? Is it a documentary? Right? So that's one variable. But also, we have the variable of, well, we can project the screen onto, we can project the film onto a flat screen, which is white and simple and basic, and we'll see that, well, that's what the movie is. But you can also get your camera and project it onto something else. 
right? Now, if you've ever seen <laughs> a home movie or you've had a home movie in some time, in some way, it might be that you have this moment before the movie where, you know, your friend is setting it up and they actually are pointing it in the wrong direction. And you get this moment where the film is, pro you know, projecting onto the couch or something or a part of the wall. It's like, oh, no, no, you have to adjust it. You have to move it, right? Now, back in the day, we'd have overhead projectors in school, which was, which was a lot more primitive than <laughs> even just film, right? And that would have the same thing, right? So the point there is that you can project onto something which is not a flat surface. And when we are projecting our psychology onto others, that's exactly what we're doing. In some ways, we are looking for people who will allow us to project our world onto them. We can walk around and say, ah, that person is that thing. And we're projecting onto them. And when it doesn't fit, then we say, well, no, that, that person's just wrong. Or that, that, that person just isn't who they say they are. Or that, that person just isn't someone I should associate with and uh, we'll just forget all about them, right? <laughs> and we can create this sort of world in our own sort of space where we're just projecting and seeing, well, what would fit? Who's going to allow me to put my story onto others? So that's projection through the story or the metaphor of the film, right? The metaphor of the story from the film projecting out onto the world. Just think of a light and then this film going in front of it, going out to the world. That's projection. Now, the other side of this, the flip side of this, is impression. When someone makes an impression on you, you've heard that saying before, you've used that as a way of discussing some event or person or moment or conversation, right? Something made an impression on you. That's the other side of this metaphor. And the other side of this metaphor in psychology is that you're not a film projecting out. You're actually a camera that is recording, right? So you're taking everything in, right? When a camera is recording, it sits there and it has the light coming inwards and that light bounces onto the film in such a way that it captures the i don't know the photo jenny i don't i don't know what the words are for it right the the light waves or the qualia right i don't know how to say it scientifically but you 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 get my picture it's just the the light waves coming into the film now whatever comes in the film records the camera records the camera takes in whatever you put in front of it. It's completely 100% impression, right? It's only impression. It's all inwards. It's a taking in. Now, when it takes it in, it takes it in as crystal clear. It takes it in as undiscriminating. It takes it in without saying, well, one's more important or one's less important. One's more significant or less significant. And the reality is, in our life, in our own psychology, we do 
discriminate or disseminate or have a, I should say, we have a discernment for what should be making an impression on us. And it's not as though, of course, that we're (laughs) consciously choosing what to have an impression, what we're consciously choosing to have an impression allowed to have an impression on us that's a whole nother level that we might get to in another conversation in another day that's a very deep level that we can get to but to just stick with this metaphor of the camera filming that is impression now you could say which is better impression or projection a lot of the time projection is used as negative it's used as well you're just you're just projecting right you hear that all the time in psychology circles and the truth is well neither is better and neither is actually correct because in a way both of these things are happening right we're both projecting and we're taking things in right you have seen something before you have had an experience You have heard someone say something, so you have had an impression to some degree. So the the real issue is that this, this back and forth, this sort of projection or in and out is completely wrong, right? This whole idea of one thing going in or out of another is completely wrong. And this is where you really get to the deeper level of your psychology, when you realize this. Because what is actually happening is not that you are a camera that is recording things or that you are a film that is projecting things. It is that there is only an event And that event is happening. It's happening immediately. It's happening there in all its glory. And of course, also, it's happening there in in all its boredom. (laughs) It's happening there in all its simplicity. It's happening there in all its mundaneness. (laughs) and when you see that when you see what is the event that's happening now you have a very different experience you have a very different taste of the moment I mean, in spiritual circles, we've, we've heard again and again for decades now the power of now, living in the moment, being present, right? Well, what does that exactly mean? What does it, exactly does that taste like? What exactly is that event? And this is the answer to it. This is the answer to the power of now. It's understanding that You are not projection and you are not impression. You are at the center of an event. And just 
let's go into this. This is this is important. Think of the word event. When we use this word event, like just in a generic way, right? Like a like a music event. Let's think of a music concert as an event. When you talk about a music experience, you have a music experience, that event is somehow beyond impression or projection. And yet, it's so easy to see that those two things are there, right? You can say, this amazing concert really made an impression on me. If you say that about a music event, then what you really mean is that you experienced that event deeply. And of course, you could say, well, there's projection there, right? You just like that band because of your tastes. You're just saying those things about the band because of your idea of the event. This is just your interpretation of the event. This is just your story about the event, right? Because you're going to tell stories about going to this concert. You're going to say, oh, I met this person, oh, and this, this person was there, and then they played this song. This is just projection. This is just your own interpretation. Whereas really, really it's not just projection. Really it is that you have had an event. You've experienced it deeply. And from there you felt compelled to talk about it. From there you've been compelled to tell stories. To recall the memory. To chat about it again and again. To rave about it with your friends. Because you experienced it deeply. It was an event. Now when we say something's not an event, we say, well, I woke up this morning, I cleaned my teeth, and I drove my car. You say, well, that's not an event. You're not going to be telling stories about that. You're not going to be having the sensation of that experience recur to you in some sort of post-traumatic nightmare. <laughs> Which is actually another rabbit hole we can go down when we can talk about events and recurring events or post-shock for deep events. That's a very deep rabbit hole. We don't want to go too far down that. But to say that, well, the mundane is not an event is to really see, well, that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. That is exactly what we are talking about. The mundane is not impression. It is not projection. And ultimately, there is only event. There is only one event. And that is the event that's happening right here, right now. Now, of course, no talk about projection and impression would be justified without also talking about the problems because the cold hard fact is that most people don't experience 
the events of their life. It is possible to go to an event like a music concert and to be all wrapped up in projection and impression. And some indication would be that, well, you get to the end of that event and you think, ah, it wasn't quite what I wanted. It wasn't quite, it didn't, it didn't quite get me over the edge. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I'll rave about it. But deep down inside, it didn't, it didn't quite get me there. It didn't quite fulfill me. And in fact, some of the ravings about events, people are, <laughs> we could say, they're doing that raving to sort of make up for that, to sort of convince themselves that it was such a good event. But the truth of the matter is people spend their whole lives not experiencing events, not experiencing relationships, not experiencing the present moment, not even experiencing the mundane. And they project and they tell stories, they give excuses, they blame, they judge, and they close themselves and they live in their own little world and they never really live. And when you really get a sense of this, when you've really experienced an event so deeply that you just, you just can't tell a story about it. You just can't talk about it. Because it was so far beyond that. Then you really see the madness of projection and impression. Now there is a practice for this. There is a process for really, experientially, seeing the difference between projection and impression. And it's very much a grounded practice. It's a very real practice. And I've actually created an online course for this. So you can go ahead and do this. But let me tell you a little bit about it. How this works is, or I should say, what I've called this is self-awareness and self-inquiry methods. That's what the course is called. There'll be a link somewhere so you can find it. And basically how this works is you sit in front of a mirror and you listen to the guided meditation and you speak your way into the mirror. Now, of course, this is a real-life, tangible experience of projection, right? When you are projecting into a mirror, you're projecting. And the impression of the thing coming back to you is the impression, right? It's reflected straight back to you. So sitting in front of a mirror and speaking your truth or answering the koan as it is in this self-inquiry course 
you get the real sense of in and out in a complete circle, right? It's immediate, it's there, and you can see it. And if you practice it, you see straight through it, right? You see it immediately. You can really get a good sense of what it means to step beyond projection and impression. Now, that course is probably a little bit more advanced, so you do need to have some meditative practice to enroll in that. I do recommend that. And you can go ahead and find out more about that. There is quite a lot to it, but I just thought I would mention it here because this practice of realizing impression and projection and vice versa and how these things are connected is so important. When you really step deeply into this, you realize the event of your day-to-day activities. You realize the event of your life. And that is, that is just, there's, there's no, there's, there's nothing more valuable than that. What could be more valuable than experiencing deeply the event of your life? Answer me that. So, I hope I've made myself clear and I hope you can go ahead and check out that course. There will be a lot more that you can find out about it in the introduction video. So, go ahead. That's your next step. So, thanks very much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and we'll be back very soon with more.